Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the Speaker Secrets Podcast. This is your host, Enrico Ambrister, and as always, I'm thrilled that you're here. It's a pleasure for me to bring these episodes to you, to connect with you. I'm always excited to know that you're tuned in and really getting this value. So thank you for being here. If you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you're always in the loop when new episodes are available. And I also challenge you to think of one person in your life. Maybe it's a family member, a friend, a coworker. Think of one person that you want to share this value with, someone that can benefit from what's shared here on this podcast. Because the reason this podcast exists is to be the premier resource to assist all of us in becoming the best public speakers and the best communicators that we can be. So I challenge you to identify one person that you want to bring along with you on this journey of growth and enhancing our skills, okay? Now today, we're going to talk about a technique in public speaking. And it's important to realize that in public speaking, there are a lot of small and simple techniques that we can use that have an enormous impact on the way our presentation sounds, how people receive it, and how it really impacts other people, okay? The techniques are so easy to use, but the effects of the techniques are gigantic, all right? And today, we're going to talk about the technique of alliteration. Now, let me give you just a bit of background before we get into today's episode. Upon the release of this episode, it will be Martin Luther King Jr. Day in the United States of America. If you live in the U.S., if you're a U.S. citizen, you should know who MLK is by now. Even many of my listeners in other countries, they know who MLK is. But let's just say you're not aware, you're not aware of who MLK Jr. is. Well, he is a well-known leader, a well-known historical figure that really was the face and in many instances, the voice of the civil rights movement. Now, the civil rights movement happened in the U.S. in the 1950s and the 1960s. And it was a time when people who were marginalized, like people of color, African-Americans, black people, they were really rallying to get equal rights. People were like, hey, we deserve to be treated equally. After years of slavery, after years of segregation, we deserve to be on the same level playing field as everyone else. We're humans too. We deserve to have the same rights. And Dr. Martin Luther King was really someone who was able to vocalize in very public spaces what it is that the civil rights movement and these groups were trying to achieve. Now, one of his most famous speeches was the I Have a Dream speech. And mostly everybody at least knows this speech of MLK, all right? But the interesting thing is when we look at the I Have a Dream speech, we realize that he used a lot of these simple techniques that public speakers use even today, including alliteration. So let's get into this technique and how you can use it to really amp up your public speaking skills and your presentations. Now, what is alliteration? Okay, listen to this tongue twister. She sells seashells by the seashore. That's silly, okay? That's a tongue twister, but it's a perfect example of what alliteration is. It's when you have a sentence and you have multiple words that begin with the same letter or have the same sound. 
And the reason why we use alliteration, honestly, it's because your words just flow more smoothly. It sounds more artful and more crafty. The words flow out of your mouth like honey, okay? And we're going to get into some of the examples that MLK use. But before that, let me just give you some other examples, okay? Let's look at something that JFK said in one of his speeches. He said, To those people in the huts and villages of half the globe, struggle to break the bonds of mass misery. Now, the reason why I like this example is because not every word in this particular sentence begins with the same letter. But break the bonds of mass misery. You can hear how they just flow so well together. And there are a lot of phrases like this in English. For example, sticks and stones may break my bones. <laughs> but words may never hurt me. Or you would hear people say trials and tribulations. Okay, so these are perfect examples of alliteration. But now let's look at MLK's speech. I'll give maybe about three or four examples of how he used alliteration and the way that this alliteration really pushed his message forward and made it such a compelling delivery. One of the first things he said is that five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. You can hear his use of the consonant S. Symbolic shadow we stand signed. Okay, He describes Mississippi as a state sweltering with racism. He describes the civil rights movement as the marvelous new militancy and he also stated that citizens of color are concerned now there were many other examples of alliteration and other techniques that he used but i wanted to use those to just give you an idea of how alliteration really affects the quality of your words and how in many ways it just sounds more artful when you utilize alliteration. Now, you might be asking, okay, Enrico, this sounds really artful. It sounds really complicated. How do I use alliteration? Well, the first thing that I want to tell you is that it's not complicated at all, okay? The use of alliteration is actually quite fun. And I challenge you to use it in your next presentation whenever you're presenting to a group of people. Use this technique. But the first suggestion I would give you when it comes to using alliteration is to use the thesaurus. The thesaurus is your absolute best friend when it comes to putting together your presentations and finding words that really illustrate more strongly or more effectively what it is that you want to say. And another suggestion I would give you is to write out what it is that you have in your mind. What are the thoughts and the ideas and the sentences that you want to communicate and identify those sentences that can use a little more oomph, okay? And that's the great thing about public speaking and preparing for a presentation. The initial draft is almost never the final draft. But when you put those words on the paper for the first time, identify the parts of your presentation that you want to maybe drive home a bit more strongly. Identify the parts in your speech where you want people to feel something a bit more. 
or where you want to insert a pause or make people think, these are good places to insert alliteration, okay? The reason why I'm not giving you a lot of suggestions is because I want you to just have fun with it, man. It's, it's really a no-brainer. I wanted to provide some examples to you so you're aware of what alliteration is and how it's used. But honestly, whenever you're presenting somewhere and you're preparing your presentation and your speech, just have fun with it. Like I said, identify the parts in the speech that could use a bit more zest and pick out your thesaurus. Find more words that sound more lovely or more strong or just more potent and use the thesaurus as your guiding light to using alliteration. I assure you, you will have fun with it. And even though it's very simple, it will have an immense impact on your presentation and how it flows. That is my promise to you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's today's episode. It was a short episode, but I wanted it to be simple so that you can grasp hold of this technique and use it going forward. As always, and as stated in the in the beginning of this episode, share this episode, share this podcast with other people that you believe can benefit from techniques such as alliteration. We're all on this journey of growth and we want to include as many people as possible. If you're in the United States for MLK Junior Day, I hope you have a good time. Maybe eat some good food, catch up on some rest, whatever your heart desires. But my heart desires that all of you live your best life this week. As always, and with love. Until next time, this is your host, Enrico Ambrister, signing off.